Hello, this is Tamara, and welcome to another edition of Dated Stories. Okay, um, thanks for joining me again. Um, this today, I will uh, be reading uh, another piece from uh, the author Lynn Dean, L I N H D I N H. Again, um, hopefully, I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, if not, my apologies, but you know, I don't. All I can do is my best. But, um, yeah, the, uh, the book is called American Tats. And I'll just be reading um, a couple of pieces from out. I won't be reading the whole thing, but just a couple of pieces. Um, enough to inspire you to go out and get the book or something like that. Um, but I, I, the author takes has some very interesting uh, points that he comes across throughout his writings. His or her writings. Um, and it's, 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 it has a lot of culture in it, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read this piece, and it's called, Why You Should Get to Know Me, all right? Why you should get to know me. I could easily spend the rest of my life in Disneyland. Given the chance, I also crave roller coasters. The wilder, the better. And I can't seem to get enough of Six Flags Magic Mountain. As a hobby, I write and perform new age type music on the computer. And I also enjoy writing comedic screenplays. I'm also HIV STD. Okay. So that's a very another interesting piece um, from the author, Lynn Ding. It's called, um, Why You Should Get to Know Me. Okay. Um, uh, very interesting uh, word play there and thoughts put down by him or her um, by ending it with saying um, H -I I'm HIV STD so yeah okay so the next piece is called Vincent Van Gogh Vincent Van Gogh and Paul with a pitchfork Vincent Van Gogh, handcuff, trust, and stuff, Vincent Van Gogh, decorated with an oversized metal, Vincent Van Gogh, within the coffin, a chintzy suit, Vincent Van Gogh, domesticated like a rabbit hamster, Vincent Van Gogh, touched up with expensive cosmetics, Vincent Van Gogh. A less-than-life-size statue walks off his base every night in the Jardin des Arles. Okay. All right. Okay. Yes. Interesting tape. Okay. Now, let's go to the next two pieces. The next two pieces I, I thought was very interesting as well because it's... It, it incorporated some aspects of urban studies in there, you know, city studies, our environment, just the urban environment. And the next two pieces is called The Interstate and Exits, okay? The Interstates and Exits, okay? Now, The Interstate, this piece, it goes, The Interstate is a generous and continuous system of multi-lane highways. It is never intersected, not even once, by a lesser road. One needs not pause on one's life's journey as long as one's traveling on the interstate. It is eternity made real improvement, a diagram of heaven or hell for the wordless masses. Okay. 
And this one is called, this piece I'm going to read to you next is called Exits. Exits. Okay. E-X-I-T-S. E-X-I-T-S. Okay. These roads were only built to prevent neighbors from visiting neighbors. In a vast, empty parking lot, orange lights shine on purple asphalt. The intimacy of my car's interior has kept me hopeful for decades now. We've entered a new level of parking consciousness, a multitude of multi-level options designed for the ease of those eager to feast on no noise and monotony in sports. Idiots are naturally the best drivers. No inner life, you see, to distract them from the rules of the road. Only geniuses die in car crashes. All night long, silent trucks deliver goods from one blank city to another. That's another very interesting piece, okay? No inner life, you see, to distract them from the rules of the road. Very interesting piece, okay? No inner life, you see, to distract them from the rules of the road. So the next piece is called Arrivals and Departures. Arrivals and Departures. Okay. And this piece reads, Transients heaped together, dozing. A barefoot Aussie wanders off. Under skylights, a piano sonata. Mechanical, bow, bow, mechanical bows in front of a bright store selling humanoids, tabloids, and beef jerky. After a week-long junket, a man fails to recognize his old wife. An old dog greets the wrong owner. <laughs> Years after the film explosions, this airport still under siege by sun-baked peasants will, willing to murder their near resemblances for a peep of a fat man pushing a cart. This earth's too narrow, too small, too thin. The sky's too low for my five foot five frame. Soon I'll be 10,000 feet, or maybe 10,000 miles, above the Eiffel Tower or the St. Louis Art or the Grand Canyon, looking down on you sleeping, as usual, on your left side, hugging nothing. <laughs> Very interesting play on words as well. Okay. I'm going to read to you just two more pieces, and that'll be it. That'll... Uh, conclude our show okay so here this one this piece is called another country another country all right and here it reads trying to destroy that mural the wall collapsed on me crushed my head broke my neck now I can't even feel myself swallowing I've lost my eyesight and my right leg had a hole blown through my left leg but I'm glad I tore that wall down it was the best experience of my life 21 years old, I've seen two countries. I was insipid, aimless, and poor in bed, and looking for reasons to take life seriously. Then I got to play with mines, jump out of airplanes. I got to interact with another country. Yeah, very another another interesting piece in, in the play on words and it's how he, you know, with the with the wall and you know destroying a mural, how he. How he or she uh, felt like they got to interact, you know, as they say, with another country. So that's very, 
Very interesting wording. Very creative. Okay. The next piece I'm going to read to you is called Gaining Ashland. Gaining Ashland. Gaining Ashland in the dark, I spotted a white bearded dude with a cardboard sign next to a glowing sheet. To continue the resistance, old hemp revolutionaries must split high rent San Francisco to toke up in Ashland. A Victorian hamlet nestled among white dusted hills, once famous for its spring water, the purest and healthiest in America, now known for a to-be or we-be-gone festival that lasts nine months a year. On Main Street, Matisse's nude spin and tumble will not fold in clothes. Caddy Corner, there's a dilemma, seedy or not seedy? <laughs> Matisse's news on Main Street. Matisse's news <laughs> again. That that piece was called Gaining Ashland. Um, if you're just tuning in, I'm reading a piece. I'm reading a couple of pieces from the author Lynn Dean. Um, um, pronounced well, actually spelled L-I-N-H-D-I-N-H. -I -I okay, and it's from his his work, his book American Tats. Okay. And the last piece I'm going to read to you guys is, um, thanks again for tuning in, um, it's called What's Wrong with American Literature? Well, let's find out. It's called What's Wrong with American Literature? Drunk number one. Readers are no longer interested in experimental hogwash. They want real stories about real people concerning real things that really matter. <clears throat> Drunk number two. Writers should learn how to dish up small tales about my, myopic people with a dim view of happiness. And how come none of us has it? Drunk number three. A writer must be well-versed in making us forget where and who we are. At least for the duration of the book. <laughs> Drunk number four. No philosophy, no politics, no ideas whatsoever, only moods. A reader from Macville, Vermont, reading a novel about Macville, Vermont, by a novelist from Macville, Vermont. <laughs> I wonder if he or she is from Macville, Vermont, or somewhere up north there. Because I think I saw another piece on the Yankees, uh, Yankee Stadium, from this author. Okay, so let's proceed with the rest of this piece. It's, um, it's drunk number six. Okay, I just finished drunk number five, so it's, the next one is drunk number six. Inspirational tales delivered with a chuckle. Drunk number seven. I, on the other hand, write poems about my father's hands, my mother's breasts. Okay, drunk number eight. What will it matter in the end? So many words on a flickering screen in front of a flickering mind. <laughs> So that concludes that piece, What's Wrong with American Literature, okay? What's wrong with, what's wrong with American Literature, okay? So there you have it. I just finished up a couple of pieces from uh, the author Lynn Dean, uh, American Tats, from his or her works of American Tats, okay? And um, that's going to conclude 
our show for today. Um, this completes our show for today. Um, again, I'm your host, uh, Tamar. Um, and I would like to thank you once again for tuning in.